Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 174, recorded live on Saturday, October 9th, 2010. And here are your hosts, a man who is currently talking on his G2, Dave Foy. Hello! And the man who is also currently talking on his G2, Andy Lowe. Hi. So Andy went and got a G2, huh? Yes, yes I did. And um, don't uh, attempt to adjust your sets. Oh. He's actually currently um, talking over Skype um, to my to computer, which is recording the call on Skype. And um, since Skype is already being used on my computer, I um, am calling in from my phone to Skype. Well, Skype so, to my phone, either way. Yeah. So Andy's Skype on his computer is called both the Skype on my phone and his actual phone number. Yes. And well, so yeah. yeah. Um, if this is going to probably be the closest to a product review for a little while. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It, it, thinking about it, it might be difficult to talk about the G2s while we're both on our G2s. That makes sense. Um, Perhaps I'm back. Yeah. Okay. Switching back. Okay. And now we're on our computers. Yes. So now we can actually look at the and talk about without be. It was a neat idea, and then I'm like, eh, not so much. Well, it, it, hey, for me, when I was doing from my Skype on my phone to your computer Skype, the signal was fantastic. But it didn't actually sound that bad. Granted, I'm going over the phone network, which is always horrid. But So yes, I have a new phone. I finally um, let go of my BlackBerry from a long, long time ago. And I have a smartphone now. And in case Technically, you're... you had a smartphone. Yeah. Good, good point. Except... Um, well, technically, I almost really don't still have a smartphone because, no, I am still not using a data plan. Mm-hmm. I am using um, Wi-Fi, basically. Yeah, which is fine. I'm using Wi-Fi and HSPA+. So Dave would still be able to download faster than me. Well, not really. I mean, your, your Wi-Fi connection is probably way faster. Than the uh, HSPA Plus I get out here. Yeah, but I'm saying my download speed over Wi-Fi yeah. is still probably slower than your... What What is the download speed of HSPPAT? HSPA Plus? Yes. Uh, theoretically, 14 meg down. So yeah, that... But, but when I've been doing my tests, uh, I've been getting like 0.6 meg down. Ah. So I might actually have a fighting chance then. Yeah. Yes. Of course, now that I'm on the Wi-Fi, I just pulled down the FCC test, and I got 4.3 meg down. Damn you. Well, granted, on your, you're on your own Wi-Fi. Right. So. So, yes, the G2 came out early. <laughs> it was kind of funny, because it was supposed to get, um, supposed to show up on the 6th. Yep. And I got mine on the 5th, which is kind of surprising. Really? Yeah. I got mine on the 3rd. Well, I ordered mine on the 4th. Ah. 
Very nice. You didn't get yours from Radio Shack then? Uh, no, because Radio Shack was going to require me to upgrade my plan because my plan is old. Ah, see, Radio Shack was going to require me to do the same. Uh, and then I walked out of the store. I called T-Mobile and I said, actually, I didn't call them. I talked to them online. I said, what the hell? And they said, oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Uh, just have the store contact customer care and we'll take care of it. Ah. So I walked back into Radio Shack. I said, I need to talk to the manager and we worked it out. But your Radio Shack is a lot more nicer than my Radio Shack. I think I have found one of the best Radio Shacks in the world. Which one? Uh, which one is it? Is it's, this... it's the one on the west side. So over by over by Zingerman's Roadhouse and Plum Market, where Fox Theaters used to be. Oh yeah, that is a nice one. Yeah, I like the the manager there is awesome, and the whole store is very friendly. They want you to be there. The center of the store, you're like, well, the center is the the register, but right behind that is the electronics. It is not hidden away, tucked off in a corner. Yeah, my radio shacks are hidden in the back. Yeah, all the the resistors, the motors, the tra- like, all the stuff right there in the center. Granted, my radio shack is next door to a um, bowling alley that had a stabbing at one point. Oh, cool. So that's not fun. Yeah, but it's next door to Harbor Freight too, though, so not too bad. So what do you think? I like it. Um, the, the it's s- taking me a little bit to get used to the keyboard. Yeah, the keyboard's a little bit different. I'm actually using the um, swipe keyboard more. Swipe is very nice. And for those who don't know, um, swipe is basically you don't have to lift up your fingers. You can just run your fingers if you wanted to spell I thought, something. I thought we've talked about swipe. I don't think we have. When it first came out, or, or, didn't we talk about it? No, uh, I don't remember it. I had no idea what Swipe was until I took the tutorial on my phone. Okay. Which, swipe was actually invented by the same one of the guys who did uh, T9 predictive. Oh, very nice. So it's there, there are still some times where I break out the actual physical QWERTY keyboard, especially when I'm typing like alphanumeric sort of stuff and yep. my password because it's easier to type it on the keyboard than it is to push the buttons on Swipe. Yeah. Especially in um, portrait mode, that keyboard is tiny. <laughs> like, yeah. When it's typed, well, the, time to type in something. The G two screen is significantly larger than the G one. It is still not the biggest screen out there. And you compare this to like the the Evo, or the Captive, not the Captivate, the Galaxy. No, the Galaxy's got a huge screen. Yeah, the screen is pretty tiny. So, you know, whatever. It's still technically an HD screen. So. Yep. No, man, I'm, I'm falling in love with this phone. It is so much faster than my uh, G1 was. I like it a lot. Now, I Dave has the G1, or had the G1. Still since, have. Still have, since um, I was going to buy it. But then I got a G2 instead. Yep. Um, I am coming to this basically from the closest I had was the old BlackBerry, which actually could not access the BlackBerry um, app store <laughs> because BlackBerry did not support its own phone. Oops. Because it did not have a trackball. It only had a track wheel on the side. And so I am liking it. There's two, there's like three things right now that are still I still have to get used to. 
One is the whole keyboard hinge that's going on there. Like sometimes keyboard it, hinge. Like it feels a little loose sometimes. Yeah, I, I did note that. And then the screen really can smudge easily. Yes, very much so. So I'm always using my T-shirt to clean off. Wipe this. it off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of attaching like a micro, except there's no place to attach it to. Like a little microfiber thing. Mm-hmm. And but it's a really nice phone. It's very well put together. The um, ringer volume two buttons are in an yeah. odd spot for me, especially being being left-handed. You can tell sometimes some of the things on this phone are built for right-handed people. I know we talked about that at one point. Wait a minute. You're, I, like, I hold the phone in my left hand all the time. Yeah, but I'm holding the right. phone when I'm typing right things hand. with my when I'm swiping. I'm using yeah. my left hand. So then your, your index and middle finger should rest just fine on the volume buttons. Yes, it rests just fine on the volume buttons, which means I accidentally hit them when I'm not planning on, especially when I'm just holding the phone, that I'll oh. just accidentally bump, like I'm doing right now, bumping the ringer well, volume. You know what Steve Jobs would say to that? What? You're holding the phone wrong. I'm left-handed. How other ways can I hold the phone? Ah, but you're I, holding it wrong. I could hold it at the top and bottom like a deck of cards, maybe. Put it in the palm of your hand? But that makes it even worse, because then my fat fingers bump it. <laughs> Especially, it, it, I have to do... I, well, I kind of actually like the way the power cord is. The power cord or the power button? The power plug. Okay. I'd actually like mine on the other side because if I've got it plugged in when I'm in the car, it has to go around the phone to get in there. Really? Yeah, because it's on the left side. So where do, I, where do you have it in your car that it has to go in around the phone? lighter in the center console. I never had it. Well, it's nice, though, because if you have it sitting... Um, on the dash. Hmm. I always thought that screen rotated. Sorry, the, the home screen, I thought, at one point used to rotate. It does. Mine doesn't. Open it. Well, yeah, I open it to the keyboard and it rotates. Yeah. Uh, it's a setting to, to automatically rotate. If you go to display. I did that. Auto-rotate screen. Settings, display, yes. Auto-rotate is selected. Huh. I swear it used to rotate. Yeah, so did I when I first... Huh. Very oh crap. Dropping the phone. Oh no. That's the other problem. This thing is very smooth. Yep. But I'm So anyways. I'm loving I mean, the GPS too. The the Android market though. Is a mess. It, it's both a blessing and a curse. The fact that what did I do to the screen brightness? Crap. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there there's everything and under the sun on the market, but then you can't find it. Yeah. Because all you have for the market search is just one, one search button, basically. Mm-hmm. You type things in by name, and then you have to basically trust the five-star rating that people have given it. Yep. Which, oh my goodness. Especially even right now, there's, there's things on the app market that are not in English. Well, yes, because it's an international market. But there's no way of saying, yes, I would like only the um, apps that are in English. That would be a nice little, you know, settings button. Yep. Limit language of programs. 
But so far, it's nice. I like it. Yeah, I'm loving the I, the GPS on it too, though, because it turns. Do you out, use it for running? Yes, I've already. <laughs> the apps I have installed on my phone: Google Voice, Google Talk, um, Batgammon, and Dominoes, Gas Buddy, um, Run Keeper, Cardio Trainer, My Tracks, Run Keeper, Skype, Sleep Logger, a couple other puzzle games that I got for free. Man, I'm not sure you want to know the list of mine. <laughs> Is it a big list? Abacus, Adobe Reader, Air Control Light, Aldico, Angry Birds Light, A Tilt 3D Labyrinth, Barcode, Bartender, Bump. These are the the non-standard apps. Dice Bag, Double Twist, Evernote, FCC, Foursquare, uh, Grocery IQ, Groupon, IMDb, Keyring, Kindle, Last FM, Light Up, Listen. Millionaire, Movies, My Tracks, Paper Toss, Open Table, Quick Stat, Quick Office, Robo Defense, Scoreboard, Shazam, Shelves, Shopper, Shop Savvy, Square, Sudoku, Trap, uh, Twitter, Vlingo Voice, Wi-Fi Connect, and Yelp. Okay, so I need to spend some more time in the App Store. <laughs> okay, also... My contact list? Yes. Is. Let me get to my phone. Contacts. Displaying 663 contacts. Yeah, you got to go through and kind of clear that out. Because <laughs> it links to your Google contacts. So you'll find a bunch of people have like the same, have multiple entries. Well, not only that, but it also connected to Facebook. And so I have all of my Facebook friends oh, God. in my phone, which it turns yeah, out... I, I have not connected to Facebook yet because I think that would be bad. Display options. Display only contacts with phone numbers. Gets it down to 250. Mm-hmm. I've got 250 people in my phone. Yep. So most of these people I have never talked to outside... Well, some of them are uh, high school Jeez. Some of these people are in here multiple times, like Mr. David right. Pillay, who Hi. I have. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete's. So I like it. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic phone. It's I'm I'm a little upset, and we can use this to kind of move into the topics right now. Okay. Um, it's rather locked down. Yeah. Um, this was. Most people did not get their hands on it until they were being sold earlier um, this week. And so news stories started popping up pretty quickly. First one that I noticed was that um, Boing Boing pointed out that the G2 has built-in hardware that restricts what software a device owner might wish to install, specifically basically root-kitting it. Rooting it. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah, rooting it. So trying to—it's a root kit that prevents it from rooting. Yes. So trying to hack your phone. Yes, you can hack it, but as soon as you shut it down and turn it back on again, it will it reinstall. Its original. Yep. Uh, the Android community is like working furiously to to get around this, but it's. It's built into the hardware, so I don't know how... Well, yeah, it was on the Droid X as well. 
It was? Droid X has a, a chip on it that if it detects a change in the OS that's unauthorized, it bricks the phone. Ouch. <laughs> but they still got around it? Yeah. Huh. There's a serious uh, hacking community out there for this stuff, but it's... I'm, I'm worried because T-Mobile only has the 14-day trial, and it's been six days for me now. And, and rooting this could be kind of a deal-breaker. Now... There was an actual official T-Mobile press release about this. Okay. Uh, coming out of, of all places, Bellevue, Washington, which I guess is where T-Mobile's headquarters in the U.S. is. And it describes how uh, there, it's a security implementation on the phone and that it stores some, quote, the G2 stores some components in read-only memory as a security measure to prevent key operating system software from becoming corrupted and rendering the device inoperable. There is a small subset of highly technical users who may want to modify and re-engineer their device at the code level. But a side effect of HCC's security measure is that these modifications are temporary and cannot be saved to permanent memory. So, I guess you can root it, but don't reboot it? (laughs) That's a catchy little slogan you got there. Sure, you can root it, just don't reboot it. I don't think I'm going to mess with that too much. But Dave is... surprised. Give it a year, and it'll seem slow, and it'll seem odd, and then you'll see, oh, Cyanogen 7 comes out with the new Android. Hmm, why not? Um, Because I want my phone to work. It'll work. And I just learned how to... Get rid of the keyboard on the screen. <laughs> yes. I don't know how to SSH. I don't even know what SSH stands for. That's... Secure shell. What's the H? It's S-S-H. Secure shell. Why didn't they just call it an SS then? Because that sounds like Germany's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, stupid TLAs. So did you actually post the link to the press release or no? I did. No. Ah, there it is. I just had to reload. Yes. But anyways, I mean, no, G2's a, a cute little phone. I'm enjoying it. It's got a camera, too. It does, with an LED flash. Never actually tried the flash. Um, mine goes off automatically. Oh. Okay, I haven't taken any pictures yet. De-de-de. Oh, cool. You turn the phone sideways and you hit the shutter button and it automatically turns on. You don't even need to turn it sideways. Really? Let me try that again. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Hmm. The things you learn. That's the the other problem is this phone didn't come with any sort of, like, significant manual. It showed you how to um, install the micro SD card. And there's one tutorial on the phone telling you how to use swipe. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. Welcome to Android Linux-based OS. You're supposed to figure it out. <laughs> I want a different clock uh, widget on my phone. Do you know how to get rid of the clock widget that's there? Yeah, yeah uh, you hold on to it and you can you can throw it in the trash. Yes. But I, I want a clock widget on my phone. Okay. Something that I can easily see what time it is just staring at it. Okay. But I don't like the clock that they have. Then go to the market and find a different clock. 
<sighs> but you know, I wonder or how many, <laughs> I change your wallpaper. Oh, I did change my wallpaper. It currently is the um, beach wallpaper. Because there's the polar clock wallpaper. I don't like that wallpaper. Especially since it's a polar clock. Yeah. That I can't read when looking at it. I have the Mario wallpaper at the moment. That wasn't on the list. No, you you have to go download it. But I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, sucks to be you. So... Speaking of G2s, the G standing for Google. Yes. Google has decided that they don't like the JPEG anymore. Really? Yeah. JPEG, which has been around past what? For many years. I don't even know when the first, the standard was the first given. Uh, let's find out. JPEG standard 1992 was the first JPEG standard. There you go. Um, Google says that the JPEG is kind of old, which it is. It is. So they decided to come up with a new photo standard for the web, and they call it WebP. Pronounced WebP. Well, they pronounce it Weppy. A Weppy. A Weppy. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh, did little baby have a Weppy? Tell me that this is not going to catch on. Well, that is a very good question because Google is trying to um, push the push it as a standard because it is forty percent smaller than JPEGs, and supposedly there is no you can't really tell the uh, difference with the images. Okay, but that's a horrible a weppy. Yeah, wow. Richard Rabbit has a. It was a project manager for Weppy. I feel like the rabbits and the Weppies. I feel like Elmer Fudd is now in charge of Google. By the way, there's a an app for free. It's called the Retro Clock Widget. You might want to look at it. We're in the middle of recording, Dave. Stop. Shush. <laughs> stop playing with your phone. Even though I currently could be playing a game. Of, I'm actually a pretty good, decent backgammon player, it seems. Oh, cool. Who knew? Not I. There is, uh, I believe, there is a version of the the words with friends for Android. It's called something else, but it's basically Scrabble played wirelessly. Hmm. Am I able to play against computers? I don't know. Do they have the? They probably don't have the official Scrabble dictionary because that thing is actually copyrighted. Yep. But the the question though is okay. Yes, there are a lot of JPEGs out on the internet, but. Do we really need to worry that 40% savings, so it's 60% the size? Okay. Is that well, really I mean, going to save us? Be, that can be pretty significant. If you look at the, the load times on web pages, most of the largest load times are images. But you're getting to the point now where even your phone technically can do broadband speeds. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get faster. Mm-hmm. So is this... Yes, it is a savings, but everybody's already used to using the JPEGs. You're still going to have to support JPEGs nonetheless. And I remember even one time they tried doing the, the, what, the JPEG 2000, I think was what it was called, where they tried to update the JPEG. Okay. Yeah, it was... 
the J- joint photographic experts group committee in 2000s with the intention of replacing the JPEG. <laughs> that, um, yeah, that didn't work. No. So, is this just going to be another JPEG 2000? I think so. I, I, I just don't see this catching on. No. <sighs> kind of like the Google Wave. Google comes out with something and people are just like, oh, that's neat. Now what's oh, the cute. point? And then it disappears again. Poor Google Wave. It's a neat idea. just didn't have... It's like a toy that didn't have really much of a purpose. Right. It was fun to play with for a little bit. But got old very quickly. Yes. So OnLive got rid of its monthly subscription fee? Yeah, which is interesting and potentially huge. So how are they making money then if you're not paying a subscription fee? Because I thought that was... The same way EA, not EA, uh, GameStop and EB Games makes their money. Oh, you actually have to buy the games? Yeah. Oh. And that was one of the, the huge things against them was that you're paying for the game twice. You, see, you have the subscription fee and you'd have to buy it. You see, I thought it was going to be like a Gamefly where you just had the subscription fee and then you could just play. No, no, no. You, you would have had the subscription fee to use the service and you had to buy the games. Oh, that does suck. Yeah. Well, I guess this is a plus then. I still... Wait, does that mean that we can actually do on live now? Um, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's up. Hmm. Onlive.com. Let's find out. No, no, no. Not online. On live. No, I said on live. <laughs> Free trial. No credit card required. Huh. Uh, I, I think they're on. I think on live is live. Well, there you go. Granted, I, I currently have a large selection of Xbox 360 games standing next to me. <laughs> Wait. So, yeah, but they, they did get rid of this. Excuse me. Oh. They got rid of the subscription. Uh, you still have to pay to play, but it's an interesting thing. And they're talking about coming out with a set-top box later this year with a universal control for 360, PS3, and Wii games. Well... I, I, I might have made up the Wii, but Xbox 360 and PS3 games. Yeah, I can see those two working together, but the the Wii is its own little animal. No, not anymore. Not with Move. Yeah. So you're saying, Dave, that there is a computer on the internet. Yes. Woo! <laughs> are, are you enjoying that, Andy? Yes, sorry. Right now, a computer oh. is on the internet. What is it doing on the internet, Dave? Playing games. Oh, that computer on the internet. Yes. No, that computer on the internet isn't playing games. That computer on the internet is learning to read. Really? Yes. Huh. It is teaching itself English. It started with no prior knowledge about the language. That would be in... That would be in... That would be a neat idea. Yeah, well, it, it would be. In fact, it is a neat idea. It's what they're doing. Because if you think about that, that you could, it it could really help out translating and that sort of thing and learning yeah. new languages. Yeah. So, uh, what's really kind of interesting, Andy, is I think you and I have met an incarnation of this program. 
We because have. If you look at the name, the computer's name is Nell. Okay. Right. Yes. We we happen to know a computer program with a very similar acronym that actually does a very similar task. I don't. She lives in IRC. <laughs> No, I, I, they they really aren't going to be related at all, but no. they do perform slightly similar tasks. Uh, Frelnik in IRC is a bot that will respond to phrases with randomly generated, syntactically correct phrases, and it only improves as it goes on. But Nell, the never-ending language learning system... Uh, is really impressive, and and you know I'd, I'd hate to be kind of like futuristic prediction, but if we ever had a universal translator, this is kind of where it's going to start. Because that's the one problem with current translations is it knows the syntax, but it doesn't know how things the the nuances with the languages. Right, and this is learning those nuances. Yeah, from scratch. That. Although it is not flawless, uh, at one point, as Gizmodo points out, it did sort internet cookies into baked goods, <laughs> which caused a whole bunch of little issues. Yeah, I could see that. But that's just us being stupid and using yeah, words. But, Andy, that's part of language. Yeah. This could mean this, but it also could mean this. Oh, the internet is coming, Dave. The internet is here. Yeah. Monopoly at McDonald's is also here. Oh, God, not again. No. Yes, it's no. back. I, I posted the rules just because um, it's kind of funny because the, the McDonald's game, first and foremost, has you, when you type in the codes online, has you pick randomly one of three community chess cards. But in the rules, it states that... Um, they're all basically the same answer, so it doesn't matter which one you pick. Okay. So they're trying to add an element of chance into the game that does not exist. Really? Yeah. And it's also very funny to look at the um, odds of winning certain prizes. Oh, God. How small is the grand prize? What is it this year? Is it a million? Or oh, is yeah, it's, it it's always a million dollars. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. so what's the odds of winning the million? In store, collect a win prize. His odds of winning the million are one in two hundred and seventy-three million. Sounds like they're going to make money on that. Yeah, which is kind of funny because that is actually not the worst odds. Really? Yeah, winning what the is? the second prize, the fifty thousand dollars is one in seven hundred million. Huh. The third prize, the twenty-five thousand dollars cash, is one in five. Point six million or five hundred and six five hundred and sixty eight million, mm-hmm. and winning the EA sports trips by collecting all of the railroads, one in one point two billion. Jeez, Wait, where are you reading that? Because I see ah, there they are. I was looking at the instant win. Yeah, the instant wins are still yeah. <laughs> Who one in a hundred chance of winning three months of Pogo? Ooh. I was looking at the, the EA Sports Ultimate Game Room is one in sixty million. Yeah. But still the EA Sports trip, I don't even know what that is, but it's a one in one point yeah. two billion chance. 
Well, there there is a one in three hundred million chance you could win an instant win a Shelby GT five hundred. It wouldn't be too bad. Of course, if, then you got to pay insurance. Yeah, <laughs> on a brand new Shelby Mustang GT five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I was. It's just always kind of funny just to see what the um, values are for all the stuff there. God, one in one point two billion. Only eight people will win that. Mm-hmm. So it means that one of the railroads, there's only like eight of them. Yeah. It's always kind of funny seeing the people online and some of the forums who don't understand how the game works going, oh, I've got Park Place. I'll split the million if somebody's got Boardwalk. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. If I get Boardwalk, I am buying enough McDonald's in order to get Park Place. Get Park Place, right? <laughs> You're like, I will just buy my school large drinks and if you ever really want to actually the 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 best um the the cheapest item on the menu that still gets you the tickets is actually the hash browns for a dollar so just buy like 200 hash browns yeah some of the some of the uh people who have who actually that's what they did they would go and they would find they had the winning piece of some kind that they would instead of buying the hash browns they would just buy the, the packaging of the hash browns so they wouldn't actually have to eat all the hash browns. Yep. Well, you don't have to eat them anyways. You could just throw them out. But yeah, but they don't want to waste food, so they actually would talk to the McDonald's management, and people in the past have just bought the containers. Nice. They're like, I will... Which has to be even nicer for the McDonald's management. Because they're just making money without even actually selling right. any product. They're like, sure, you can buy all my entire collection of... <laughs> Stock of empty... <laughs> So McDonald's is back for the next month or so. So we'll see all the um, yeah ends on November first. So only a month to go. Well, now only like three weeks. God damn! I was just starting to cut back on McDonald's too. Well, don't eat McDonald's then. But it's so tasty. <laughs> the only way to win is to not play the game. Fuck. <laughs> I just lost the game. And now so did all of our listeners. Thank you, Andy. Oh, come on. You know I had to quote war games. Yeah. The only way to win is to not play. So people, what a surprise, have been hacking the online voting. Yes, this one was really, really cute. Uh, especially for me being a you know, recent grad of University of Michigan. Uh, because D.C. put out an online voting system so that their troops overseas can vote. And you would download the PDF, mark it, and then re-upload it. And that would be submitting your ballot. Uh, they put the system live early so that people could test it with more the intention of finding bugs than finding security holes. Okay. One professor at U of M and two of his PhD students and one other student, I think another student of his, it was a four-person team, uh, went to town on this website and within 36 hours had gained uh, administrator-level access to the server. (laughs) So they did things like Wiped the they they stole the voter records, 
you know, they're all fake records because it's just people screwing around with the system. Yeah. Uh, they uploaded a script so that any future votes would be changed. Oh. They managed to add another script so that any future votes before they were changed, the name and the person that the per- that they were voting for were recorded in a separate database. So you were violating voter secrecy. <laughs> and to top it off, they added at the end of it, after you submit the ballot, and it says, like, you know, thank you for voting, uh, after 15 seconds, the Michigan fight song plays. <laughs> oh. That was their calling card. Oh, that. It took two days for the administrators to know something was wrong. And then it was only because people started calling in and saying, why is the fight song playing? <laughs> oh, goodness. So they've scrapped the system. <laughs> uh, you can still download the PDFs, but you have to mail them in. Which is still basically what you have to do anyway for absentee ballots. Right. So this system has not done anything. Well, it, I mean, it has, and it's good for them to get this out there because now they can start to get it back and get it better. Playing the Michigan fight song. Oh, Yeah. I heard about it on NPR, and it's just, you know, I hear, I'm like, wait a minute. This is NPR. Like, I understand this is WUOM, but why is it on NPR? What the hell is going on? Oh. So Best Buy. Yes. We always talked about the wonderfulness of the Geek Squad. Oh, yes. Um, so well, they would charge you, you know, more money than your router is actually worth to set up your router. Right. That sort of stuff. Um, earlier this week, somebody posted an image showing a New York Best Buy, um, Staten Island, New York, to be more specific, that they would charge you 30 bucks to um, upgrade your firmware for your PS3. Huh. Which, Isn't that like you plug it in and you turn it on? Yeah, and it will connect online and then it will come up with a menu, and about three button presses later, and some discs actually have the uh, prompt you automatically, just like just like Xbox Live saying, oh, we need to update. And you'll like go, okay, and then it will update. Um, and the firmware, up, they're mandatory across the board, so it will automatically notify you that, hey, I need to update, and no problem. Um, Geek Squad will charge you 30 bucks to update it for you. Wow. Yeah. And um, later in the week, people contacted Best Buy about the policy, and Best Buy um, is kind of standing behind their $30 charge for this. Their quote says, Best Buy's Geek Squad offers services to support virtually all the gear we sell, and gaming consoles are no exception. This service has been available to our customer for n- customers for nearly two years. While many gamers can handle firmware upgrades easily on their own, those customers who do not want or who do want help can get it from Geek Squad, and we continue to evaluate this offering to ensure it meets their needs. The service goes beyond a firm beyond a firmware updates and includes user account setup, parental control setup, and other components. Bullshit! Oh my god, that's awful! Now, I, I actually have the parental controls set up on the 360. And yeah? And 
they it was pretty straightforward how to set it up. There's literally a menu called parental controls and you can first things to do is it says, okay, set up a parental password. Okay, what do you want to set up? Do you want to block Xbox Live? Do you want to do this, that, and the other thing? And it's even if I still would not want somebody from Geek Squad to do it. Yeah. For thirty bucks. But they say, Oh yeah, thirty bucks for charging the thing, but they, if you look at the little image in the link in the article all it says is playstation 3 firmware upgrade 32998 so that is all it says is just firmware updated nothing else about parental controls nothing else like that so they are promoting just the firmware upgrade oh goodness i like i'm I'm just dumbfounded someone's got to got to stop this this is ridiculous it's yes i realize that people there are some people in this world who their magical box, they need to get it working. They just want it to work. Yeah. But, but still, even... The, I mean, ah, it's, it, it, yeah, it almost feels like slightly exploitative. Exploit- it's incredibly exploitative. Yes. <sighs> Exploiting? Explo- exploitative? So... Um, I will gladly help anybody um, update their PS3 for free. Yeah, I've actually helped people out selling them, giving them written directions how to set up their parental controls on their own Xbox 360. Because they wanted to know how to do it. And Kate, know I, Kate knows I did it on mine, and so I just wrote out directions of how to do it. And I'm like, even if somehow the kids had already set it up, this is how, what you do to reset it and then set it up correctly. Because that's always fun to just mess with their system so they think they're breaking it, but all they're doing is just blocking, you know, a couple of channels. Right. I don't know anything about that. I did not do that when I was younger. Oh, of course not. No. I'm not that sneaky. So, wow. Wow. Was at 11.5 million subscribers from I don't know how long ago. Because, you know, they, it kept on going up. We always said, oh, it's like 10 million, now 11 million. Well, they kind of been, seem to be stuck at 11.5 for, I think, like the, almost the past year now. Okay, but I'll give you that. Now they are finally, finally, finally at 12 million. I'm thinking, Yay, Blizzard. I'm thinking they finally basically have hit market saturation. <laughs> that, like, no one else can buy the game? Well, people can still buy the game, but I think they have reached the majority of the MMO playing market who is interested in playing WoW. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, it's been slowing down for a while. The thing is, it's still growing. <laughs> yeah, it's still, but it's at a much slower pace. The rate of yep. growth has dropped significantly. Yep. So there's a game uh, called Market Millionaire on Android. Okay, and it's it's what you did back in your like high school eco- uh, economics class, right? Yes. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. Go invest it. Okay. Uh, I just invested most of mine in Activision. Ah, that is a good call. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I got to say this last week. Yeah, I did say this last week, didn't I? I was right. You were right about what? Cataclysm, the release date. Yes, you did point that out last time. Okay, good. With your twelve seven. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I've uh, I, I invested my fake money rather heavily in uh, Activision. Well, the holiday seasons are coming up. Granted, 
I don't have this on the list here, but the MPD says that most of the video holiday video game buying is actually going to be down this year, according to MPD surveys. I don't, okay. I'm not sure exactly what it is because this is just a headline that I raw saw. Right. I, I don't doubt that. Um, however, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have Cataclysm coming yeah, out. And there's 12 million people uh, playing WoW right now. And what's, what do they say for the last updates was like 80 to 90 percent of people who are playing WoW would buy the upgrade? Probably. So that's... Uh, Oh, yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops is going to be coming out, too. So, man, oh, that's going to be another big thing for Activision. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, MPD's holiday outlook shows that video games or game systems ranked only 8th on the MPD's list of top 10 items consumers plan to purchase this holiday season. So, but everybody always buys games over the holidays, which is why people release games over the holidays. Just saying. <sighs> Oh, Andy, 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 Andy. It's been changing. I know. I know. But what also is going to be coming out over the holidays, mm-hmm. or it would be a good thing to buy people, Rock Band. Yes, Rock Band 3, in fact. Yes. By the way, uh, thank you for getting Brendan and Julie Lego Rock Band. <laughs> well, I saw it on the list. I'm like, oh, come on. Why is this still on the list? Why did nobody buy this game? Because no one bought it. But it's Brendan and Julie. Mm-hmm. Were there other video games on there before that nobody bought? Or did people already buy Not those? that I'm aware of, no. Oh. I saw that. I'm like, it's just crying out to be bought. So yeah, Lego Rock Band actually had the first um, Jimi Hendrix song on it. Mm-hmm. And now, um, well, Crosstown Traffic is going to be coming out for Rock Band 3. And on October 12th, so uh, the day after this goes live, the special edition of Are You Experience will be put on sale. So you could buy the whole album for 20 bucks, or buy individual tracks for $2. But this, um, it's special because this will actually be the album that puts the Rock Band Music Store over the 2000 mark. Huh. So cool. that's going to be over 2,000 songs. And not only that, the, um, all the songs are going to be able to be imported into Rock Band 3. Nice. So say, yeah, we, over the years, we've been... <gasps> oh, come on. There's no way I could turn off the house phone. That is true. <laughs> that doesn't work. My cell phone has yet to go off. I, there's no way I can turn off the house phone. I suppose. So yeah, it, everything's going to be, once again, you'll be able to import everything into Rock Band 3 from Rock Band 1 and Rock Band 2. Well, supposedly. Nice. They, they, I'm not sure if you'd be able to import, import Run for the Hills. Because I knew that you couldn't go from Rock Band 1 to Rock Band 2 with that. So Run for your love. Sorry. Oh, they've got the the Woodstock version of Fire. Nice. So I'm just now looking over the um, Are You Experienced list. Oh, and the last topic is the T-Mobile G2. The actual press release. Yep. Wow, so is that everything? Yes, which means we get to move on to our games. Yay, our games. 
Oh, I haven't even looked at the list this week. I didn't look at the list either. Go, Uh-oh. go, Google Docs. Go, go. Go, 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 go. What's on the Logging list? Logging in. Go, go, go. Best man's feet. No, I don't want the best man's feet. No, I don't want the random topics list. Or random guest list. Games I played a lot of. There we go. Parade, and we did Busted uh, We did Bookworm, Bubble Bobble, and Catan. Bubble Bobble. No, did we do Carmen Diego and Bookworm Adventures? Yes, last yeah. week. Okay, you're right. Yes, we did. Okay. I need to put like a list of where we stopped. <laughs> Done. Good call, Dave. Oh. There we go. You misspelled Bubble one of the, Bobble and Catan. You misspelled one of the duns. Let me fix that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I see a little green square moving around on my screen. So you mean Bubble Bobble like actual Bubble Bobble, not Like puzzle. the actual 100 level, you run around, you eat candy, and spit bubbles. Okay. Because some people confuse Puzzle Bobble and Bubble Bobble together, but no. I will gladly... Bubble Bobble is Bub and Bob... It's the same characters, but you're trying to get medicine for your sister, I think. Does the story even really matter for some of those games? Not really. <laughs> it, it was a really cool game. Um, it did include one of the early, oh, you're just waiting and playing safe in a corner. Remember in Pac-Man, there was a way you could actually just rest for a while, and the ghosts would go in an infinite loop? Well, they could go for about 20 minutes. And then one would come by and um, eat you. But you did have a 20-minute safe spot in Pac-Man. Well, in Bubble Bobble, you didn't have that 20 minutes. There was a character called Baron Von Blubba. It's a wonderful name. It was a giant uh, ghost beluga whale. (laughs) And if you... In fact, not even if you just stood there. It's if you took too long on any given stage, he'd spawn, and you can't kill him, and he will kill you. Oh, good. He only moves up and down, and he pauses each time, but my god, that fucker. (laughs) And some of those levels are hard. Oh, that's funny. Which is kind of funny. This is not related to Bubble Bobble at all, but um, so they're remaking GoldenEye, right? Yeah. There is going to be an option in the game during the multiplayer called Move Your Feet, which if you stand still for three seconds in the game... You die? Yeah, you will blow up. Wow. That's one way of stopping campers. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry, you can't stand still. Now move. (laughs) You stop, you die. Literally. That's kind of cool. Of course, that actually doesn't stop campers because they could just move left and right, 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 left and right. You could just sit there and strafe. Yeah. But hopefully the strafing will um, cut down on your accuracy. Granted, on some video games, no shotting, no sniper, no scope sniping. No scoping. Is, no, whatever. It's still ridiculous. No shot snipering. Yeah, <laughs> Andy. That's not going to work too well. Oh, so yeah, I have Catan on there, which um, I know, yes, it's a board game, but I got it on... Well, it's on live. Yeah, that's that's why I'm. it's on the list, because I have it, it on the Xbox 360. 
I still need to contact Microsoft or a developer for that because I'm I've been robbed of one of my achievements. <gasps> Which achievement? Uh, winning with the largest army ten times. <gasps> I checked my stats. I've won with the largest army over eighteen times, <laughs> but I still don't have the achievement. Is that like the one out of the? Of the the th- uh, hundred, no, I, I think I'm actually missing like two or three, but that's one that I've got that I don't have. Yeah, sometimes the achievements are just bugged, but I have cut my teeth pretty thoroughly on the AI players on Catan. I haven't done any of the expansions ever, but still, even just the original game is so expansions. no, yeah, even the original game by itself, every single time you play it, is still a new challenge. Yeah. It's a lot like Civ, which we'll talk about next week. <laughs> but, oh, it's a fun board game. I still didn't like it when it was on the surface, though. No, no. That was just... It was unplayable. Yeah, which is sad, because it looked cool. But actually trying to play it, no. I It would not work at all. No. But it was still fun to sit and play it. Yeah. It was good they actually had a chance to try it out. Dang it, now I want to go play goddamn Catan. Damn you, Andy. Well, you you have it on your Xbox. Oh, wait, you don't have your Xbox with you. I'm not at the apartment right now. Is there a Catan app on the uh, Android market? No, but there should be. <laughs> Dave, what I need you to do... Uh, is to contact Big Huge Games, who have the licensing for the video game version of Catan? Yes. Just curious. I'm just going to Google Catan and uh, Android. Settlers Catan Android. Better Settlers. It's an Android game. Hmm. It is not a Settlers Catan emulator. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, nothing yet. Okay. So those were our games. And the random topic I rolled ahead of time. Yes. What's the best thing you have ever gotten dumpster diving? Books. Books? Books. Although I guess technically it wasn't dumpster diving because they were sitting over there and said free books. <laughs> but other than that, I've never gone dumpster diving. So, books. Well, that's underwhelming for you. <laughs> okay, Andy, what have you done dumpster diving? Well, there's this wonderful whiteboard that I have in our apartment. The nice big whiteboard. I got that dumpster diving. Thank you, U of M um, residence hall cleanouts. Mm. It's actually worked pretty well. It does. It's not the best looking thing, but it's still. It's a, it's a nice whiteboard. It's big. I like it. Yep. And like it. um, this was sort of dumpster diving, but Hans was helping me out with this. Was um, the the loft I built for college. Yeah, the one that was big enough for the um the the full size bed. Most of that, most of the uh, wood I actually got from that, and some of the hardware too. I actually got that dumpster diving up at um, MSU with Hans. They were I was gonna get some more wood, but then a cop showed up and told me I had to put it all back into the dumpster. <laughs> but then there were still some people up in um, Hans's uh, floor that still hadn't gotten rid of their stuff, so I took it. But yeah, that was got some of the stuff from the loft. What else have I like gotten from dumpster diving? No, I think that's pretty much it. Wood. Wood. 
wood and a whiteboard. Most of the stuff, well, it's always good to get uh, stop by um, Myers during their night stock and just get some boxes. It's always good for whenever mm-hmm. you're packing or moving. That could be technically considered dumpster diving, but you have to make sure to get them before they put them in the compactor. <laughs> that would make it a little worse. Yeah. Oh, I got you some um, compressed and crunched up cardboard boxes. No, I, I don't think that counts. No. I've given away stuff that I was going to throw away. Yeah? Yeah, it was oh, some old computer parts that I uh, gave to um, Yosh. Because I didn't know what to do with them, so I was just going to recycle them. And he's like, well, let me take them. If I, uh, if I can find a use for them, awesome. If not, I'll just go and recycle them. So I've been on the positive end of somewhat dumpster diving. But most of the, yeah, dumpsters are smelly places. Most of the dumpster diving I have done has not been in an actual dumpster. Yeah, no, not so much. Yeah, I, I don't really dumpster dive. <laughs> You're not a uh, you're not you don't scour Craigslist's little free offerings every once in a while. Not really, although that does sound tempting. Although why it just sent me to Seattle.Craigslist, I don't know. Because that's where it sends you if you don't have a home location. Really? Yeah. Because prior to this, it's always sent me to Ann Arbor.Craigslist. Nope, it defaults to Seattle. Interesting. Yeah. All right, where's my free shit? There it is. It's called freebies, Dave. What? No, it's for sale free. Oh. Craigslist. Bathroom items in Celine. Someone is giving away a toilet. Theater seating in White Pigeon. This is right down the road. Oh, wow. These are actually like theater seats. Why? I don't know. Somebody is selling three theater seats. I need them gone Today, they are the old cast iron. Oh my god, those things must weigh a ton. Too bad you don't still have your pickup. <laughs> oh, I could get a piano, free hot tubs, king size mattresses. Holy I c- shit, you want something that weighs a ton? There's a full home exercise machine. <laughs> How about two 250 gallon fuel tanks with fuel oil in them? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have some tanks with fuel in them. Not sure which kind or how full they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds promising. Someone is giving away an old 50-inch TV. It was probably a CRT TV, and therefore yes, that would is. be heavy. 30 cinder blocks, pull-out sofa, a Kraken? What? what? <laughs> There All was right. it. Right, Andy, I, I think we've lost ourselves. I think it's time to go. Well, fine, I suppose. Uh, hey, who's Eastern playing today? Uh, I don't know. So, Dave, what do you think about the new outro theme? I haven't listened to it. <gasps> Been a little busy. Yeah. Well, just. You can just listen to the end of the episode. And okay. We're playing uh, Vanderbilt at 7 well, cool. p.m. tonight. Good so. luck. Ooh, I've got stuff from Woot.